Water report, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Morning Report, y'all. It's been a long time since we've released a, another episode. Uh, been a busy holiday season for a lot of people, and um, but we're here today with uh, our old buddy J. Mike Burton. Say hello to the folks, Mike. Hello. How's everybody? They can't answer. They can't. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought maybe they could. We're back on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. Um, it has been a few weeks since we released episode three of the podcast. Um, had a couple of cancellations. Apparently, people don't want to be associated with this. You don't podcast. pay enough. Well, I think that's, that's part of the, the problem. problem. Problem is we can't seem to get a sponsor. You know, I asked Avagard because you know we talked about how great Avagard is. It's a wonderful product, and we mm-hmm. use it all the time. Um, I asked 3M uh, if they would help, like help help a brother out with some uh, you know sponsorships, some advertising dollars, and um, they. Th- Thought I was asking for charity, I think. So they refused. <laughs> I think they thought I was looking for a handout well, instead of a partnership. They just, they just don't know how big this podcast is, and it, it would make them millions, probably. Well, I mean, I, 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 it's a pretty small company compared to the fame of this podcast. Yeah, right now. But that's true. They, um, yeah, they, uh, they, they did not. Um, they declined mm. politely. I, I mean, I get letters from all over the world now. Yeah, we Since have I've gone on the podcast. Well, we've gone international. We have yes. had some people in Spain. Thank you very much, um, random person from Spain who yeah. listens, and yeah. um, I think Ireland and Canada and maybe Singapore or something. I don't know some other place that's not America. Yeah. <laughs> um, frankly, I don't care where people are from if they're listening. I'm happy oh, to have them. Yeah, right? me too. Yeah. So um, there were a few things I wanted to get under, uh, get kind of out of the way. Uh, I had a lot of questions. Um, over the last few weeks uh, from some listeners about exactly what the hell this podcast is about. Because <laughs> it seems like the first episode was kind of an interview with you, and we told some stories and some jokes. And then the second inter- was obviously like an investigative report into your health. <laughs> and then um, the third episode was Dr. Newcomb, where we talked about my mustache for the whole thing. And yeah. yet, at this point, we've barely mentioned surgery, uh, even though we advertise this as the greatest surgery podcast out there. So we are going to talk about surgery a little bit. Okay. But probably not today. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the whole point for people who haven't, uh, who don't know me and haven't asked me personally, which is like 1% of the reader or the listeners out there, but is that um, we're here to talk about just some of the, the insights and some of the funny stuff and the interesting stuff that, that goes on. We may have explained a little bit about this in uh, episode one, but it will take a lot of different formats because we're hopefully going to start interviewing some other people besides just you. <laughs> Well, okay. So, anyway, um, another thing is um, Dr. Burton is married. We did cover that in episode two, um, just for the listeners that of the female persuasion. <laughs> or what any, any persuasion, any, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he is married, so ladies, he is off the market. And Brandy's married, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she still, to this day, claims that that shirt was not torn off. It was torn off. I thought so. It was torn off. Yeah. I mean, Now that you're clear-headed enough to yeah, remember yes, it. Yes, yes. I, okay. I can remember it. I, yeah. I remember that. That may not make the cut, but, you know, yeah. just don't have that but, on the record. Yeah, just, just have it on the record. Um, it's been a busy couple months. It's kind of slowed down in the last few weeks, but um, we uh, you, you had your hip surgery that you were preparing yeah. for when you had your uh, yeah. your cardiac event, when you almost it was, died. It was a big deal. 
Yeah. Hip surgery is a big deal. You, you were on your deathbed. I was probably on my deathbed for three days. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you came to see me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Mike went, uh, underwent a uh, hip replacement. Right. Right. Because he had a bad hip because, you know, he's old. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I am old. <laughs> um, and uh, this was, you know, the, so the, the feigning spell, as it were, was the lead up to the hip surgery. So you yes. had your hip surgery and everything went really well with the hip yeah. surgery. From a technical anesthesia standpoint, yes. you did great, yeah, right? Did great. I remember seeing yeah. you after surgery and I, I, I didn't even have to ask. Because I got a text and he said he's asking for a surgical son, which I appreciated. I did. I, I, I did. appreciated that. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, now you went to the ICU postoperatively. Yeah. Right? Now, now yeah. was that because you were ill or because? No. I, here's I, here's the thing. I wanted a private room. Oh. You know, and I, I did want a private room, and they couldn't guarantee me a private room. So, being the, the nice people that the hospital is. Yeah. They uh, spilled me over in the ICU, oh. ICU bed one, by the f- matter of fact, and it was really good. You know, you know, to to go back, you know, the only thing that I dreaded about the operation, Foley catheter. Yes, urinary retention, because I've had it before, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you, it's no fun. Now, well. Foley catheter is no fun, uh, and so I told the, my doctor, I said, you know, I just leave a Foley in me for 24 hours, yeah, and he did. He took it out, and I was later about to pee. But you know something that that the the you call it uh, passing out spell. I call it. Uh, I think it was a lot more serious than that when I. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you were I on think, your deathbed. I think it was a collapsing spell. You were on your deathbed. I was on my deathbed there too. But well, yeah. I mean, I heard him say urgent response. You Rapid know, response. Rapid response. I can't remember. Well, you were my, passed out. I think my brain's a little cloudy. Yeah, yeah I was passed out, but I could hear. But when I was down in the emergency room, I got about to pee. And I learned that I could actually pee laying down. Really? Yeah. I took one of the little pee bottles and peed. Laying so, down. It laying down. Because I always tell patients it's really hard to do that. It is hard to do that, but I was able to do that. And so uh, after I had my Foley taken out, the first time I peed, I was standing up. But then after that, I was able to lay in the bed. So all night long... The nurses didn't have to get me up. I could lay there and had my little, had two little bottles, and I could pee in that. And I, that was a big deal for me. Your readers probably, or listeners, I mean, yeah. probably not to them, but it was to me. Well, but anyway, yes, it was a big operation. Yeah. So you underwent your, your hip surgery, mm-hmm. and you were able to, you know, pee in the night after yeah. the surgery and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So then on, um, you had your surgery on a Tuesday or something? No, it was a Friday. Friday. No, it wasn't Friday. Wasn't it? No. Oh, it was a, day after, oh, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, because yeah. it's like on, was it Thursday we had the event? Oh, yeah, yeah, the event. Yeah, yeah. So, so so now Mikey had his surgery, and we went in on our morning rounds and popped in on him and made all our jokes. Like, is this where we're here for the hemorrhoidectomy? Is, <laughs> and we walked in and said, oh, is this the guy who's having the orchiectomy today? Are we supposed to come in here? And I think we're taking off a testicle. And then, you know, like the standard, like giving the doctor a hard time stuff and asking him about if they found his foley small enough and all those things. <laughs> but um, so, actually, the, actually, they went to Lowe's and had to get a water hose. Water yeah, yeah. That's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that one before. Yeah. <laughs> We go in, we see you, everything's fine. I popped in a couple times while mm-hmm. you were there. Yeah. Linda was in there, and I, and, and I was walking through the hallway, and you get an overhead page of a code 
Silver. Silver. It's code silver. Is that right? Code silver. That's right. I didn't know what it was. Well, I had to check my badge. Yeah, I, 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 well, I didn't have a badge, but uh, yeah, code, it's silver. code silver. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, it was uh, it was pretty intense. It was so, pretty intense. So, for those who don't know, and for anybody who works at a different hospital where it may be called something else, a code silver is an active shooter slash hostage situation on the grounds of the hospital. Right. So. Um, everyone kind of was like, is this a drill? Is this, cause we just had a disaster drill, mm-hmm. which I was going to talk about a, a previous episode and I got, got shut down. But, um, <laughs> the, um, they come over the overhead and they say code silver, code silver, basically like, Oh my God, code silver. Yeah. Like a screaming it into the microphone. Yeah. And everyone kind of looks around and is like, wait, what, what do we do again? So where I was, I got grabbed um, and brought upstairs to come up here, and I ended up sitting in the consultation room, which is a room about the size of a small closet, uh, with nine other people, all of whom had patients asleep uh, undergoing surgery, and they were freaked out, right? Right. But you were in your ICU room, right? I was in the ICU room. So what, what happened to you? Well, I didn't think too much about it when we finally figured out what it was. I got an actual call on my cell phone about it. Uh, I guess that's they do that with the physicians or something. But anyway, Linda was looking, my wife was looking out the window, and she said, hey, hey, look, look at all these cop cars. There was like 10 or 12 out there. And and, and, and they even said we weren't supposed to be looking out the windows, but she did. So when we figured out what it was, Linda got a stick, some kind of stick. <laughs> like your back scratching I said, stick? Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, that's what it, I think it was. <laughs> and she said, I said, what are you going to do with that stick? I said, if this guy comes, she says, I'll hit him. And I said, well, she says, I'm going to protect you. She said, what I'm going to do, if if it looks like he's coming in here, I'm going to roll you out and roll you onto the floor. Now, she was going to re-break my hip to save me, and she said, I'll I'll, I'll hit him with a stick. So my wife was going to do that. She had a plan. She had a plan. <clears throat> of course, it wouldn't work. She didn't She didn't hit the cops when they came <laughs> in. <didn't she? laughs> well, then, then, then all of a sudden... We got a knock on the door, and this uh, uh, special forces policeman came special in with his forces, whatever, team. <laughs> whatever he was with an AK-47 and asked if we were okay, and we said, yeah, and that was it. So I felt safe, especially with her going to roll me under the bed yeah, I mean, and break my hip over. She got a stick out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> she had a stick in her hand of some kind. I don't know what it was. She throw some Avigel, uh, uh, some Avogard in their eyes or something, you know, <laughs> blind them. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty intense for a while. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I was up in the uh, consultation room. I was told to go in here with these people. We're going to come get you in a second when we find out where we're going to put them. Yeah. That second lasted about an hour because nobody came back to get me. So I was yeah. sitting in the hallway, you know, like standing behind the double doors, in the basically in the doorway of the consultation room with the patient's families asking me what's going on. I'm thinking like, okay, it's a drill. It's a drill. No big yeah. deal. And I get a text message from the hospital that says, this is not a drill. Take this very seriously. Right. So, of course, what I did is go look out the window across the hall in the waiting room <clears throat> and see, like, a hundred cop cars and yeah. people in the standing around staring at the, you know, just, and I thought, man, this is, like, crazy. So I, um, I texted my old secretary, whose husband's a police detective. He doesn't work here anymore, but um, he's a state police detective. And she, uh, she was like, Toby says it's real. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, man, it got real in a hurry. Yeah. So I start to go back in the uh, into the consultation room to tell the people, like, hey, you know, we're just going to sit tight. And 
while I'm standing in the doorway, I, I look out the double door, like through the glass, and there's two guys with the SWAT vests and, um, you know, AR-15s, and uh, they're, like, moving in, like, you know, formation. I'm like, oh, good, here are the cops. So I'm, like, standing there waiting for them, and the double doors open, and they start screaming, get your hands out of your pockets! Because I'm just standing there with my hands in my white coat pockets the way I stand. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, we're just waiting for somebody to come get us. Why aren't you locked in? I was like, I... I mean, I'm in the doorway. Does that count? <laughs> like, I cannot turn off being an asshole. <laughs> so I said, well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. And he's like, just get in there and lock the door. And they're like, well, we don't know what's, you know, I was like, okay, that's fine. It's like, great. So I go and lock the door. Had them like, yeah, oh, I never had a gun pointed at me before. It did not feel good. Uh, <laughs> so I, I tell people, I'm like, we're just going to chill out. The cops are right out there. We haven't seen anybody else come by. We're, we're very safe up here, right? And meanwhile, I'm like, you know, like texting my wife, like I might die. Oh my God. <laughs> so, um, and she's not, not responding of course. Cause I think she's still in bed at this point. I'm not, I'm not sure what she was doing, but <clears throat> so I text, uh, so, so we're, we're sitting in the room locked in, just saw the cops run, come by with the big guns and the vests and everything. And, um, then we get a knock on the door. Like, uh, yeah. hello. <laughs> and they're like, it's the police. I'm like, um, how, how do we know that? <laughs> so I'm like, I can't see you through this door, right? I'm like, uh, he's like, I'm that guy in the red shirt with the big gun you just saw. I'm like, oh, okay, that seems legit. And he comes out, he's like, hey, um, what's the password to get through this double door? I was like, you guys are supposed to be securing the place. Didn't they tell you the passwords? <laughs> can't you radio out somebody else? I had to go like punch the code in. And he's like, okay, go back in that room. I'm like, but, but the double doors are so secure, the cops can't get through them. Can we come in here? He's like, just stay where you are. I was like, I don't feel like this is the, I don't, I don't like this decision. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily agree with what they were doing, but <clears throat> it turned out to be a big nothing burger anyway. There's yeah. just nothing going yeah. on. So some guy made a threat against his, you know, this is what I, what I predicted. I said, this is probably just some guy saying like got drunk or high and said like i'm gonna go over there and tell my my wife can't cheat on me i'm gonna go over there and i'm gonna kill her or something and we just like i just, think that's what happened something like yeah. that and then yeah. then it they they said that people were finding out on facebook before they called the code so like before they they actually locked down the hospital and they actually had locked down the university yeah like down the street before they locked down our hospital yeah. because they had found out first so, yeah. like, it, it wasn't a guy in the building, but it was, like, all, like, overblown, like, bravado by some, like, jackass. Yeah. I, I haven't heard what happened. I don't know if they even never found who it was that said it or what, but I, it's, it was kind of scary. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I don't know if it was, but Linda went out of the room. I don't know if she was looking looking for the ward clerk for something. And uh, there was nobody out there. And, I mean, it's an ICU. There yeah. was nobody out there, and apparently... They had grabbed all of the ICU people and put them in the the staff yeah. bathroom. Yeah, there was like a bunch of people, like ten people, yeah. in like a little bit, like, yeah. like so shower. It's a it's a good thing I didn't have a collapsing spell or something. Well, yeah, I mean you were pretty much on your deathbed twice, uh, like yeah. from the surgery and then from oh, the shooting. Oh, absolutely. Thing. I mean, you know, you almost died. I almost died. You almost got killed. You, you almost know. got shot. Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> possibly could have. I, I, I don't think I looked that <clears throat> suspicious in my, you know, in your hospital gown. In my, you know, and you know, hospital tear. Yeah. But, but it was, it was a real, well, I was glad to see him respond like that. Though. Yeah, no, I, you know, there were some people that were kind of like, oh, I mean, it was, I was all nothing. It's so stupid. Like they, they didn't even need to do all this, but yeah. I'm glad they did. I'm like, glad they I'd did. rather do it every day 
if they think it's actually happening, yeah. then like them not do it, and then sure. the day it is happening. Oh, I, then, I was proud of them. I mean, you see all the stuff you see on TV now, it's just... It's crazy. It's like a different world. It's crazy. You know? And it's always, like, you always hear it, like, uh, we just never thought it could happen here. We just never, a small town like this, we just never yeah. thought it, you know, it's yeah. like, where do you think it's going to happen? Yeah. Like, it's going to happen wherever the next crazy asshole with a yeah. gun, you know, wherever, wherever the next, sure. you know... I mean, look at, you know, they've, you know, they've <coughs> gone into churches, they've in schools. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but you have to take them pretty serious. We wanted to podcast about it right away. There were some pretty funny stories. There was a um, physician who texted his wife. I'm not going to use his name, but um, you might have heard this story. But he uh, he texted his wife like, hey, uh, you know, I'm really worried. I'm really, you know, we're all kind of scared, but it seems like we're pretty secure. And then he got, like, nothing back. And he's like, hey, just, you know, if, if anything happens, I love you. Uh, you know, I love you. Tell the kids I love them nothing back hey you know it looks like everything's all clear nothing back and then the next thing he knows he gets an alert on his phone popping up from his wife buying something from (laughs) 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 amazon.com so it's like it's like yeah i um you know you're out here bearing your soul to her and she's like "Hmm, these towels look nice so kelly kelly uses amazon.com huh No way, man. Kelly <laughs> Kelly didn't know anything about it until, like, uh, after it was all cleared, I called her and I was like, because, you know, you weren't supposed to talk. Yeah. You were supposed to be real quiet. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> after it was over, I called her. I'm like, hey, did you get my text? She's like, no, I've been so busy. <laughs> I was like, oh. And she, I was like, why don't you look at those texts and call me back? <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. Uh. I'm, like, trying to be like, hey, I'm real, uh-huh. be real uh-huh. quiet, hope real secure. Hope your life insurance is in. Yeah, order. yeah, no, no. No, I was like, well, if something happens, you know, they're we are well insured. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. it was wild. <clears throat> it was kind of it was it was just interesting, you know, to yeah. see the response. And, yeah, I yeah. mean, everybody said everybody, you know, did real well. The, uh, I guess, the debriefing and stuff. They uh, talked about how the um, the community response, like the law enforcement, was all like mm-hmm. really good, and there weren't any big problems. And then. Uh, Hospital's response was pretty good. I think they had some asshole with his hands in his pockets up on the OR. <laughs> Other than that, I think everything went fine. The But, you know, we wanted to talk about it right away after. There were a lot of other good stories, but they had, like, grief counselors and stuff for people that got so scared. Because oh, yeah. apparently they had a lot of people that used it. So I, I do feel a little bad talking about it, but it's been a month. Yeah, it's been a month. So yeah. over a month, really. Oh, yeah. Because it was in November. Yeah, my surgery was October the 30th. Yeah, I still so. have my mustache. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even start my mustache That's yet. probably why. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, no. that's why they didn't shoot me yeah. when they if came to the If you had that mustache, they you'd still be in jail. I know. We talked about it in the last podcast. I don't know yeah. if you listened. but uh, You know, I haven't heard that. Well, you you come on, you want to be on the podcast, you haven't even, you haven't even listened to all the episodes? Jesus well, I've been, I mean, I've been. Oh, real sick. and you've been. Sick. You're on your deathbed. Yeah, <laughs> deathbed. Yeah, I was real sick. Now, now after your hip surgery, so you got the active shooter thing out of the way. Mm-hmm. Then you went home. Yes. And who came to visit you? You came to visit me and brought yeah. some cookies, some good cookies too. Surgical Sun was there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you didn't come very many times. I came for like a week straight. I was coming and bringing you magazines. Yes. I like. I brought you cookies. Yes. You know, did I bring you some coffee or something? I don't know what I brought you. I brought. You I looked stuff. really sick too, don't you think? No, I thought you looked great. Oh, I thought you looked like a spry young man. You look better than some of our other, you know, some other people I know who've had surgery lately. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, my yeah. patients included, yeah. some of them. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> I thought you looked really good. You were, you were up and working. You yeah. had a good support system at home. Yeah, I had a good support system. So, um, you know, by the time I, by the time I, I, I petered out. I mean, 
It was deer season. That was okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, we yeah. I had I had I had stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you'd text me and say, "Oh, <clears throat> by the way, I won't be there. Damn deer hunting." Um, yeah. <clears throat> say, well, here's your surgical father on his death on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. My my surgical mother, she was like, "Oh God, <laughs> can you take him away, <laughs> Jacob? Thank you so much. Come visit. I have to leave." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did a good job taking care of me, though. She did. I thought I thought you looked great. You looked really good when you came back. Yeah. I was real excited when you came back. I put that post on my Instagram account yeah. for everybody to see the social media. Um, yeah. <clears throat> then um, the picture of me and you on uh, at the end. That was at the end of November. It was a month after your surgery. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you were looking real good then. Yeah. Come back for your I look bad now. No, you look, oh, you look well, fine. I thought maybe I look. Bad. I look bad. I look. I look like I've been through the ringer. Well, is, I mean, you look better without the mustache. I look scruffy. Yeah, right you, now, look, but, you look scruffy. Um, yeah, you need a shave. I should have kept the mustache. I had to do. I yeah. I had a d- deposition, so I had to had to shave for that. I didn't want to look like a. <laughs> he said, "Well, <laughs> is this one of the lawyers?" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They've been like, "Is this the guy running the camera?" <laughs> They wouldn't have mistaken me for a lawyer, that's for sure. No, no. I, <laughs> I think know. I, I think I called the other attorney your honor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your honor. <laughs> yeah, depositions are fun. Oh yeah. You said something about uh, how fun it is to operate together. We did a case we've been waiting ten months to do. Yeah. And um, it went really so well. well. Man, it went so well, and. Um, I mean, it couldn't have gone better. No. It was like real smooth. We just did a good job on that yeah, case. Yeah, we did a good job. You know, um, but it was fun. It was like a really good. It was a. It was, a, it was fun. Well, open <coughs> surgeries, you know, which is the way God made us to operate. Right. It's always a lot more fun <coughs> than with the laparoscopy. <coughs> yeah, um, sure. <laughs> you always got to get that in there on every 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 time we got to talk. Well, I'm trying to make you feel guilty about it. About using I, the scope so much. I don't feel guilty about it. I know that. I like using the scope. Oh, well, and you do a good job with it. I wouldn't say it doesn't happen more often than not. That's not a very good way of putting that. But I would say it's it's pretty rare for a big case like that to go off without a hitch at oh, all. It is. It is. Like, there's yeah. always some something. little thing or something that... Yeah. But, I mean, it was, like, as smooth as... I mean, it's like like butter. Yeah. The whole case. I mean, yeah. we... we we, we got off to a good start. We didn't have any delays. We The team was was ready. We had all the equipment. We got in the scar tissue. The adhesions weren't bad, like we were expecting. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, it, it went just as smooth as can be, which is great because when it's going really smooth, you can get in a lot of, like, one-liners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did a lot of praying before the surgery. So yeah, I, no, I, I did too. Helps. I, I think that helps. <laughs> well, but we, I, I just, uh, it, it just went really good, and... You know, and uh, you did a good job. Well, I mean, I had good help. Well, you did have you good know, help. The, yeah, the, re- the resident. <laughs> <laughs> the chief resident. Yeah. But it did go good, and uh, I was really pleased with that because it could have not gone good. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put my serious hat on for a second. Okay. This is my serious face. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't laugh at it. This is my <laughs> serious face. I can't, I can't help it. All right. So I'm going to be real serious about right. this part. For okay. Second. Um, when you're operating, you're doing something and it's going really well, or even if it's not going well, but you're in a good state, good frame of mind, you're prepared and, um, you're, you're getting into the groove, whether you're working with a partner or you're working by yourself, um, you get into this state that they call flow. Have you heard of this? You've been in it. I've been in it. You've been in it, but I don't know if you've heard about the theories and stuff behind it, but it's like when you're, um, 
like when you're operating and you're throwing stitches or you're uh, you're dissecting or you're doing and you'll be in the in the moment but you're also like not in the moment like you're you're talking and you're listening to music and you're chatting and joking around and like telling stories but you're getting work done it's mm-hmm. moving right right and um time seems like you're, you're like you're feeling every second of it like you're you're like i'm this is great these adhesions right. are awesome in your yeah. head you're thinking that whether you're subconsciously or unconsciously experiencing it <clears throat> but it feels like time is simultaneously like flying by but also going slow it's like a very weird it's like like when a basketball player's in the zone mm-hmm. um or like a like if you're riding your horse and you're just having a great day riding your horse he's doing everything you want him to do yeah the, you know perfect weather you're just out there doing it and it's like man that was like you felt like you had a really rich experience of right. what you're doing yeah but it was only like an hour like you like that that case only took us four hours to start to finish yeah but it, it was like oh wow you like had a lot of like man this is great this is like really good feeling yeah. associated with it so there's a lot of research into how like surgery is a big a big area of flow because you can do an eight-hour case and like you put me in clinic for eight hours, I have to pee like six times. I like have to drink four cups of coffee, bang my head on the wall. Yeah. But you put me in an eight-hour case as long as everything is going smoothly, and like you finish, you're like man, that was great. What was that yeah. two hours? Yeah. But but at the time, it feels like man, this is like man, this is like an all day. I love this. Like I love yeah. what I'm doing right now. I felt like we were in that state for that case. Yeah. Like it was like yeah. And, and I think also you know you feel you're helping somebody. It, it just was going like so smoothly and so nice that like it was kind of like oh wow we're already done mm-hmm. and it's like oh that yeah well, that it was, was it was an was hour a good hour case and, and fun <clears throat> a fun case and that's what we do yeah know? that's what, I mean that's why we're doing this it's, yeah I mean you, you know and, and it's like that um, you get into that that rhythm of like okay I'm gonna operate a little bit and you're gonna mm-hmm. assist and then you're gonna operate a little bit and I'm gonna assist and we're gonna do it make make good decisions there was no like. I don't know. I don't like what what Mikey's saying here. You know, like I don't yeah. like what Jake. At least I don't think you. No, didn't no, like what I, I think ever. We did. I think we did. So you yeah. get into that, and it's that's the kind of stuff where it's like, okay, you do one of those cases every month, and it'll get you through a bunch of like sitting around waiting for, uh, you know, waiting for suture in the next yeah. case. You know, yeah. it's like you get into that, and you're like, oh yeah, this yeah. is why I do this job. Like this yeah. is like we really help that person. Um, the the camaraderie in the room was there it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun right um and it is it's like it's like building something you know like you're 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 putting stuff together with your hands you know i said we're probably gonna be in our six to eight hours yeah. I said it's gonna be really tough and i was really, well, really I, t- pleased. I i told the family that um we might be in there for like i was like if we have to go 10 or 12 hours we're gonna stop and finish on tuesday yeah because <laughs> i didn't know what to expect in there yeah. you know but <clears throat> the fact that it just was like you know step one completed step two complete step yeah. three yeah then and then you know it, it like took what could have been a very difficult case mm-hmm. um so it was it was a, a really good case and that's that's kind of how like that's one of the main things i like um you know we operate really well together i yeah, think we i think because i was such a good resident when you trained me yeah yeah once um, I, once i taught you to tie your shoes you, you yeah. got better well yeah. and i mean you know as you, uh, the surgical father son relationship yeah, yeah. makes sure. things go a lot smoother it does it does but um but i feel like we just really you know the give and take is there you can joke around and i don't you know like like you have a good sense of humor uh, I mean, I think I have a good yeah, sense when you're calling me old. Well, I mean, you're putting so, up with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's important to, to to be a first assistant, not a first opponent. And I and I think that uh, we operate well together. Yeah. Whoever's got the best shot at putting the stitch, that's who puts the stitch in. Yeah. And that's that's what's important. 
Well, that's what I said when we were uh, over sewing the staple line. I was like, that's the leaker right there, the one I did, the one <laughs> suture that you let me put in. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, that, um, but no, I mean, it's just something about doing a, a, a big case and having it go smooth. It like buys you like two months. Like I can oh, put yeah. up with two months. Oh, of I was I was high as a cat when I got yeah. home. I just felt so good. Yeah. So. Well, that might have been the pain medicine from the hip <laughs> surgery. <laughs> no, I didn't take you there. No. But uh, okay. Well, Mikey's got to go. Uh, he's got to go educate the students because he's an right. educator. I'm an educator. He's a teacher. I'm a teacher. Like a gentleman scientist. I'm a gentleman scientist. And a surgical father. And a surgical father. And also the only person who's willing to come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, I made you famous. That's right. You're the I reason our ratings famous. are so high. That's right. Um, well, uh, Mikey, thanks for coming by. Thank um, you. And uh, for the listeners out there, we'll try to be a little bit sooner with the next episode. Uh, we've got some special guests lined up. Hopefully they won't bail. Oh, it's not always going to be me? Well, you're special too, Mike. I know, but I mean, you're going to interview other people? Anyway. we've got some special guests lined up i just have to get uh some times and dates but hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have a few more episodes and get a little more frequent with it uh and also we'll figure out what the hell we're doing (laughs) so thank you very much all right well thanks a lot Uh and um bye